Welcome to the Excellent Exo Chat with Bill and Nora. Our podcast is meant to educate, inform, and discuss the ever-expanding topic of exotechnologies. If you are interested in exoskeletons, robots, or automated systems, you should listen to us. We will be discussing how these technologies impact you through chats with experts and users from around the world. Hey, Nora, how you doing? Hey, Bill, I'm good. How are you doing today? Doing great. What are we going to talk about today? Well, on our last episode, we talked about the Clarkson's Farm show that's on Amazon Prime. Did you watch some episodes? Oh, I have, <laughs> and I am hooked. And uh, it's it's extremely fun. It's absolutely hilarious, first off. Um, but I thought it would make for a really good follow-up episode here because as I was watching the show... You kind of tipped me off to think of it as how could exos, te- you know, be implemented to right. assist on this farm or in any farm in general, and it really, really got me thinking about fit. Oh yeah, that's super important with exo. If it doesn't fit, it's not going to work very well, and there could be safety issues and other challenges, right? Yes. So as I was watching the show, you know, we talked about the first episode how he buys this crazy tractor of a tractor a beautiful and tractor actually it but is. it's a little big for what he's it's, doing it's a little big um but as you go into the other episodes it does make sense for him to have an extremely large tractor but anyways <laughs> i was taking a look at there's a, there's a part of the show where he goes to an auction for tractor uh, equipment right And he's talking about the injuries and deaths that occur in farming in the UK and in general. And he's jokingly calling different equipment like, oh, I see how this one works. You know, you fall and you get drug under it. You (laughs) know, you kind of get stuck and then you go through and then you're released into your field. And, you know, as, as, you know, comical, right? But not comical. And I was thinking to myself as I'm watching these, not just falling right right let's say you have an exo that either you're not wearing properly or doesn't fit properly and you let's say it's it's some sort of velcro situation or um fabric situation where you have a piece of the strap that's dangling right um and in any cases that could be dangerous but i would think that in farming and other situations where you're using heavy equipment that is you know tilling the land chomping trees you know if that gets stuck or it gets pulled into the equipment right um you know th- and that's kind of this what i was thinking as i was watching this show as to i you know exo in this situation agreed as long as we're taking into consideration fit Right. And, uh, and I'll tell you, in agriculture in general, it's like one of the things is, like you're saying, dangling straps, uh, loose fitting clothing, even anything oh, yes. that can get caught in a piece of machinery causes extra risk and, mm-hmm. and, and a potential huge safety uh, hazard. And so, yes, it could be like you're saying with EXO, it could be uh, a poor fit. It yep. could be a mis you know, basically a misapplication of the exo where it's not being worn correctly, or it mm-hmm. could be a design issue also. So right. you've got an exo that's designed and hasn't thought about this issue of maybe snags or 
dangling yeah. straps and all that and the and how that could impact the safety and the and the application of that exo so those are really good things to bring up because it, it's really critical when you get in especially in these environments like agriculture or construction where it's very dynamic and unstructured right mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and and one of the items that Clarkson was talking about throughout the episode was 99% of the time farmers are farming uh, on their own. Right. They're, they're in a situation where there isn't a, there is not a second individual that is sitting in the tractor with you, or there isn't another individual that's in the field watching. There's no really buddy system, right? I mean, right. you go out on your tractor, you till the land, uh, you plant the seed, you know, and, and that's just kind of, that's just how it works. So in situations where you could have a potential snag situation or a fit or design issue, and God forbid a situation should occur where he falls into some sort of farming equipment. Right. It's not as if there's an individual there that is going to be able to pull him out, right? He's in a situation where he's on his own. Right. So fit is incredibly important, especially making sure that the design is proper. There's no stag issues, right. other and, items such and, as that. And, you know, just other kind of simple functional things come into fit also. So, you know, if you watch the show or if you if you work on a farm or have worked on a farm, you know how you're very often getting in, a, in and out of a lot of different vehicles, tractors, other types of equipment. Sometimes you're climbing a ladder. You might just doing a quick step up or you're going through mm-hmm. a small door or opening to get into your piece of equipment. Well, fit comes into that also. It's like, right. you know, does it make it hard for you to use the equipment that you have? Is it incompatible, as we say oftentimes, you know? Absolutely. That's a huge issue. Yeah, it really is. And the the other issue that I've seen, and, and co- speaking from a female perspective, right? When we're talking about fit, I can tell you... I would be identified in the actual industry of clothing or textiles as a as a regular female. Mm-hmm. However, I'm the regular sizes span very largely. Oh, really? And different industries, yeah, different industries, different companies, they their sizes are different for females. They don't just go by measurement. Right. Which, again, comes to why it's so important to have standards and standardization as to how fit is measured for these exos. Because, right. again, like we've talked about, one size does not fit all. You and I, we're, we're not to going to have yeah, the same not, kind of fit. Right. Exactly. We're yeah. not going to have the same kind of fit. Which, again, comes back to the aspect of it's so important when you are considering using an exo in agriculture or construction or farming or any type of situation such as these, that you have someone who is an expert or someone who can come out and show you right. how to dawn and doff the exo, how it should be worn, right? Uh, whether or not there's any snag points or being able to educate the individual because just buying it now, right now you can't, but, but let's say at some point we get to the area where you can just buy them off of Amazon. 
Sure. That can really cause a dangerous situation if fit standards and snag standards and all that pertaining to exos are not consistent. Well, and and think of, you know, this comes up also in the in the Clarkson uh, show is about he has a, a, a farm. There's a farm union member he can call to ask for, tech, you know, about technical issues. Right. Like he didn't know how to use his tractor. So how right. to hook his his tractor up to an implement. So he called his union member and they came yeah. out and showed him how to do that. Uh, are these union members and what I would call them in the U.S. farm extension agents, mm-hmm. are they going to be trained in exoskeletons and other stuff so that they mm-hmm. can help the farmers? Because that's that's the natural place I would say they need the knowledge so they can help people yes. out. Yes. And the thing about this show, which is comical, they say that he's doing it on his own, right? He's right. never done this before. He's doing it on his own, but he has cheerful Charlie. He has his head of security. He has <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, he's got a few people hand. there. <laughs> he has some individuals that are at least... And a whole film crew, of course. <laughs> right? That can come onto the farm and say, okay, that was a really bad idea. Or... They can, he can call and say, look, I, I really don't know how to use this tractor. There's 18 gears going b- in reverse. There's 18 gears going forward. Right. Ex- exactly a situation as those. I, you want to be able to see exos as helpful and somewhat easy to use, but you don't want individuals to take them for granted in that you don't have to be educated or shown how to utilize them. In specific situations such as these. Right. And and that's, I would say that's true of any kind of tool, PPE, any kind of uh, sophisticated piece of equipment. It's like, yeah, you know, sometimes it's, you can just read the instructions and figure it out on mm-hmm. your own, but you, you're taking some chances. Even something as a lot of people would think, oh, this is totally simple. I'll just go buy one and, you know, I can handle this. Chainsaw. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. How many chainsaw accidents do we have? Because people Absolutely. don't get any training. They don't buy all the right gear you need to have. Mm-hmm. They don't even read the instructions. They just like, okay, I'll just crank it Fire up and it go. Up. Yes. You know? Yes, that is a perfect, perfect example. And it, it is. It's it's something that individuals take for granted because you can just go to a Home Depot or Lowe's or any type of hardware store and pretty much pick up a chainsaw. Right. Now, typically, if you go to a um if you go to a hardware store, a lot of the times they'll ask you if you need any help. But they're yeah. not necessarily asking if you need them to show you how to use a chainsaw. Right. Same thing like you said, with exos, it, it's very important or any emerging technology or any technology for that instance is, is do not take it for granted just because it looks easy. Right. So as I was watching Clarkson's farm, I had a lot of situations where I did see where exos and how exos could be incredibly helpful in these situations. But I also did see that the importance of having an expert or an individual be able to come out and train or walk through how to utilize it properly. Right. And I, and I'm going to go on to a little bit different topic than fit, but, but I'm going to try to tie it together, which is, so one of the things that happens early on, one of the early episodes is 
he of course he he breaks one of his implements. It's a yeah. he he breaks his uh, cultivator, a minor yeah. minor thing. So he has to repair it, and it's a a bolts come out, and you know he has to get a new bolt and put it back in and shift some things around and and basically fix it. Well, this is something that's not been sort of uh, I'll say fully sorted out in the EXO community is if you break your EXO. Can you repair it yourself? Your right, right. to repair. I, I imagine, you know, from talk to a lot of manufacturers, most manufacturers would be like, probably no. They'd be like, yeah. no, we will, if it's a real damage to this, we will repair it or replace it. They're mm-hmm. not going to want you to make modifications and stuff to it. Right. But, but that's something that's very common on a farm is that you do a lot of self-repair type stuff up to a certain point, Right. Absolutely. And so that's going to be another thing with Exos or any other emerging technology that we need to really get sorted out. And people need to understand what they can do, who they can call, and how Mm -hmm. to utilize the expertise out there in a safe way. Yes, yes. I I completely agree, Bill. It really is important to make sure that you are utilizing these technologies in a safe way. And there was another one where, you know, he gets sheep. Um, oh yes, the great sheeping. <laughs> oh yeah, the belligerent sheep. I believe he calls them. Listen, this this guy. I mean, I and I I have a lot of respect for Mr. Clarkson, but listen, this guy he goes out to buy sheep with the intent of having the ship sheep cut the grass instead of getting a mower attachment for his tractor, which would have cost him a lot less money. <laughs> He gets sheep because, hey, why not? This will be the natural way to do things. They'll just eat the grass and it'll be all fine. Oh, my gosh. It it, it just goes horribly wrong. I can just say (laughs) it's horribly wrong. (laughs) It is. But I do have to make the comment that those sheep are really pretty and really cute. Even though I agree, I have extreme, (laughs) I am extremely Interested to see what Clarkson does with his farm. And I do respect the gentleman and the man for doing this. Absolutely. But I don't know what he was thinking. But it does come back to the fact, again, that if he were utilizing an XO in a situation where he needs to get close to the sheep, he needs to. If he needs to handle the sheep, cheer the sheep. Oh, yeah. Yes. That that would be awesome, right? Yes. Fit coming into the fact that you don't want the exo accidentally wrapping around the sheep's hoof or the sheep kicking and getting stuck in the inside your exo right um so again that was just another example of part of the the crazy you know the crazy episode of the belligerent sheep that i was considering of wow that is something else that is a really really good example of why he fit is so incredibly important and why it's important to know which XO is appropriate for what job. Right. And, and, you know, it's funny. It's like, we, we look at these things. We are also looking at these shows and these situations with another intent. A lot of our test methods that are developed in, in F48 and other technical committees are based off of, what would be the real life applications of these things? And so we develop test methods that emulate these real life applications so that once this equipment, whether it's an XO or anything else, is tested against this, you mm-hmm. know you can use it safely in this environment. And, right. and, and so 
you know, you see all these, we're talking about all these examples that's happening on Clarkson's farm, but it's like, okay, this is how tests come about. It's like, okay. Oh, yes. Uh, how, do we need to worry about snags? Do we need to worry about mm-hmm. dangling uh, straps? Do we need to worry about, uh, could somebody get in between you and the exo like an animal or something mm-hmm. like that and cause a problem? So that's how you end up developing these tests and that's how standards happen. It is incredibly interesting. It, it, I really am happy that I didn't that I hadn't seen the show until we brought it up on our podcast because I really started watching it in a different light. Right. Of course, just watching it for the comedy and yeah, and you know <laughs> the comical relief of the situation, but also taking into consideration what we had talked about uh, for exos and any other type of emerging technology. I do have to just mention that I did find it incredibly comical that the belligerent sheep <laughs> reacted to him utilizing a drone with oh, a speaker yes. he, for he a dog bark. This is great. He, he, so he took this drone, he recorded a dog barking, and the drone has a little, uh, not a megaphone, but a, but a speaker like Nora's right. saying on there. And so instead of, he didn't want to buy a shepherd. That was the whole thing. He was going to try to save money. And so he flew this drone around to herd the sheep well it's it he it sort of worked a little bit it well the thing that i found incredibly comical and again it comes back to utilizing the right tool right for the job at hand now i did find it funny that the sheep reacted to the drone dog right the first time not the but second then, though, right? When he tried to utilize the drone the second time to move the dog or to move the sheep. It they they did not nothing react right. Or they just they just hung out right whatsoever. <laughs> yes. So I I really did find that funny as a as a good example as to utilizing the correct tool. <laughs> For the job at hand. Now, eventually, he does bring on a shepherd. Yeah, but, but uh, think about that. That's, but, that's that was really inventive. To at least, I mean, I'll give him props. Like, I agree. You know, let's use a drone. You know, a little quadcopter type drone. Put some, put a dog bark on there, and I'll fly it around, and I won't have to chase the sheep. I'm thinking, well, that's not such a bad idea. But obviously, right. it, it didn't fully work in practice. It worked it one time, not. so it did. It was a it good did, try. And- and it was, it, you know, the hilarity of that entire situation, other than the fact that he was using a drone dog to try to herd the sheep, was when the sheep went the wrong way and started ending, started going towards the village. Right. That, that was, was when that I was just completely lost it and, saw, <laughs> and found it hilarious. But yes, I, I think that this really brought into light and was a very good example as to really thinking about how exos can be utilized properly and examples for me as well why it's so important to have not only the right tool for the right job but also make sure that you're utilizing it in a safe way and if you don't know how to utilize it then you need to reach out to someone who does who can educate you and show you absolutely and i think we should you know maybe do an episode in the future about drones in agriculture and drones in construction because i think there's a lot of stuff uh, this going on, this uh, changing and emerging right there. And so we could have a good conversation about that in the future. I agree. I agree. Well, until then, I will be binge watching the rest of Clarkson's Farm. The next episode I am on, he will be 
adding uh, some natural elements to his farm, including bees. Oh, boy. I, I have to catch up, so I'm, I'm going to get on that, too. Great talking to you today, Nora. You too, Bill. Have a good one. All right. Take care. Thank you for listening to us today. Please share this podcast with your friends and join us next time.